The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's your five. And Tuesday. Hey, good for you. Look at you nailing Nailed the day of the it. week. Nicely hey. done. Hey, Andrew. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Ah, I'm all right. It's game day tonight. It is. We're, we're playing Minnesota. We're playing Minnesota, <laughs> hey? The uh, Minnesota Wild in town to take on the uh, Edmonton Oilers, as I'm sure you've heard for the last two hours. And uh, <laughs> But, you know, the big news for people going down to the game, of course, is the 50-50. Yeah, but you didn't win the $60 million. That's right. <laughs> Oh, I still haven't checked. Come on! I know, I need I that million dollars. Yeah, I'm going to take care of that this afternoon, possibly, or after have, we're done do here. Ha- do you have the tickets on you? It's They're in my car. I could. I know, I could oh, go okay. scan them, yeah. That, well, that would involve going down the fire escape no. to my car, get the tickets, come yeah, on yeah. back up again. Uh, so no idea uh, how much the uh, 50-50 will get to you tonight, but it was uh, held over at, what, 46000 46. And typically when that happens, it gets into the two or 300000 by the time it's all said and done tonight. So should be interesting. Game starts at 7. We'll have the uh, City Ford Faceoff show at 5.30. Listen to this. This just came, came across uh, our desk here. Um, the, um, the Calgary 2026 Olympic Bid Committee has recommended the city stop its work on a bid to host the Games. I'm not surprised to learn that, to be honest with you. I don't think the Olympics is a moneymaker in, uh, in the <laughs> long run. And, and I think that uh, there's some issues uh, with regard to the participation of uh, both the province and the federal government. I don't think the federal well, government has committed, right? Yeah, so, the, the the province has said seven hundred million. Yeah, but that's not going to get you too far when it comes to the Olympics, right? Right. There was a story that came out yesterday. Um, we didn't talk about it, but um, that basically the province was finding out for the first time. Finance Minister CC saying that um, federal participation relied. Uh, 50-50 on a 50-50 basis with provincial. And I, and I really, in an election year, don't think the NDP, to be honest with you, need this or want this. Because I think they're, you know, well, I don't think they can win this one. You know, damned if you do and damned if you don't. Right? Yeah. Having said that, they said, here's a little bit of cash, but the feds haven't ponied anything up. Um, so, yeah, um, the, the one of the councillors down there made the recommendation before City uh, Council Tuesday afternoon saying, quote, the clock has run out. We do not have acceptable uh, funding in place and that it's not fair to ask Calgarians to vote in two weeks without a financial agreement in place. Uh, so council's going to have to vote on the recommendation at its next meeting. And again, let's remember I mean, it's not just Calgarians that would be paying uh, for that baby. No, of course not. <laughs> Only one taxpayer. That's right. It's all of us. And I think I think uh, a lot of us, of course, you know, we tune in and we, we love to watch the spectacle and we love to see the highs and the lows of sport. But I'm not sure that any of us want to be on the hook for paying for it all. You know, that's actually an interesting question because... I've never attended an Olympic event, so do I really care if the event's being held in my province? To be perfectly honest with you, I don't. Yeah. Uh, No, you do enjoy watching them on on television. Oh, yeah, that becomes our only television. If you had, let's put it this way, if, let's say, um, this was to to go ahead and maybe it was a split thing and they played some of the hockey games in Edmonton or some of the the events were closer to home, something that you could get to. And assuming that there was NHL players in that, by the way. And assuming that the prices of the 
tickets weren't, you know, astronomical, mm-hmm. would you go? No. You'd rather watch it at home? I prefer to watch hockey yeah. at home. I prefer to watch it in my in the comfort of my rec room with a pizza on my lap and a laptop within reach to tweet, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just me. Like, I mean, you know, I don't, I represent only myself in this, but I don't know, I, I know that the big push is always the facilities it leaves behind, right? And, but, and, and it helps, you know, Olympic athletes down the road is the theory because those facilities are now available for them to train. But... Having done it in 1988 in Calgary, was that the case? Are those facilities all running and and helping train our athletes? Are they still in suitable repair? Did, and... did were you in Calgary? Yep, in '88. I was. I went to yeah. the closing ceremony. Okay. And only I didn't buy a ticket. Somebody had tickets, and I mm. got them. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I also went to uh, <laughs> curling, but once again, I didn't buy a ticket. A buddy of mine was running cable for the yeah. for the television people, and he got me some. Closest, closest I got to the Olympics? Mm. Dating one of the speed skaters. Is that a fact? I've met, met many of them down on Electric <laughs> Ave, though. Yeah, I bet you, you did. <laughs> I bet you, you did. Rick's on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Rick. Well, it's responsible governing, you know, whether we can afford that or not. Are we still in a recession? Have we come out of a recession? The government of Canada seems to think that that everything is rosy, but I think in Alberta it's not. And I think responsible governing would say... We can't afford that. And I say we, as in Albertans, not just Calgarians, as you guys said, and the, and the burden it leaves behind is huge. I'll let you guys talk. Well, Thanks. before you go, though, I think it's the other way around, because the federal government has not committed, right? No. It's the provincial government that's committed. Well, it, I, I guess my point is is that we really, Albertans really can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Flash, yeah. yep. flash and dash about it all is fantastic. And don't get me wrong. Listen, don't we have the soccer games coming here in uh, in a number of years? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're we're in a recession. I I say we're in a recession. I'm a business owner, and guess what? It's not great out there. Yeah. And uh, there's no. Here's what's lacking. What I see is nobody has a business model that they're pushing forward. In other words, we're spending money like crazy. We're building LRTs and bike lanes and. We're gouging by photo radar. We're doing all these things. But guess what? Nobody's got a business model that's showing us where the revenue is. Where's the money coming in? Yep. Uh, all great points. I, I, I actually can't disagree with that. Because when you uh, bid on something like this, or when you say that you're going to build and extend the LRT, or when you say you're going to add overpasses to the Yellowhead, for example, all those things take years to plan and then implement. And during the course of the planning stage, you anticipate what the economy is going to look like, right? But I will say this, and and I, I never buy the argument that, well, if this was a business, the government would go bankrupt because it isn't a business, or if this was my home because it isn't my home. But I'm going to say it anyways. I don't know any financial advisor that doesn't suggest that you should probably manage your debt and have savings. Um, and yet government never does that. And I totally agree with this caller. I wouldn't want to spend that kind of money just given the recession we were in. If there was a fund, if there was something where we had been putting aside money for this sort mm. of event and they said, hey, you know what? A lot of it's sitting in reserve right now, gaining interest. We could spend that. Uh-huh. But if you're talking about borrowing. Uh, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Uh, you know, I think as as we head into an election year, both at a provincial level and at a federal level, I'm not sure. Yes. What Rick said, given the the economic climate out there right now, if anybody, if any party would be wanting to hitch their yeah, hitch this their is not the hill anyone one. wants to die on. Yeah, no. and and again, you know, it's 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 sunshiny and lollipops, and it all looks 
good. Uh, uh, from standing back here, you look at it and go, oh, okay, well, that would be really, really nice, but what is it going to cost? Mm-hmm. And and what is the uh, what is the legacy of it? Uh, and I'm not sure. So for this fellow to turn around and stand up and say, hey, enough's enough. And you think of some of those people who've been working on, on, on this and the committee, the business leaders, that sort of thing, then I think uh, good on you for doing that. Oh, I agree. And oftentimes, and I'm not accusing specifically this council or that mayor, Nenshi, uh, but a lot of times it's about um, what you, you, you know, politicians, particularly mayors, premiers, prime ministers, it's their legacy, right? So what did they leave behind? Well, they're the council that brought the Olympics to Alberta, or, you know, th- this is the council that built a bridge or whatever, but those legacies cost money and they have to generate money. And the Olympics, if, unless I'm mistaken, and somebody wants to correct me, I believe they've been a money losing proposition yeah. for a long yeah. time. And you, and you know what? Hey, yeah, Mayor um, Nenshi j- yesterday just said um, it will be dead by Monday unless the federal government agrees to increase its contribution to the cost-sharing agreement. Well, He's imagine right that. Said, Come on. So that's a political move, right? Because that's putting pressure, a little mm-hmm. heat on the federal government to make a commitment of money. Um, the provincial government then finding out for the first time that you know that that may that may be determined by what 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 they donate to or not donate but what they fund right but it's a funny thing as much as we're talking about well does it help us here in edmonton think about the guy in uh picto nova scotia Mm. or you know does it help him to have the olympics in calgary he's a taxpayer too so there was supposed to be that plebiscite yeah. In the next couple of weeks is what they were talking to. So a federal source said Ottawa's funds would come only on the conditions of the province and city raising their spending to match funds up to $1.5 billion. That's right. And that the commitment would be cancelled if Calgarians reject the Olympic bid in the plebiscite. Mm-hmm. Um, Ottawa's potential $1.75 billion contribution is calculated in 2026 dollars, meaning the contribution is about $1.5 billion when projected uh, inflation is taken into account. Mm-hmm. So $1.9 billion from the city. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> from, from, from Calgary. So anyway, there you have it. So they'll vote on that and they'll have to make a final decision. But uh, today, uh, Calgary Olympic Council recommends cancelling the bid to host the 2026 Games. This is the 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Ched, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, some uh, breaking news on the entertainment front just came across our desks. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Unfortunately, as a result of uh, bruised vocal cords, promoters Live Nation just announced moments ago that the performances scheduled in Edmonton on Sunday, November 4th and Monday, November 5th uh, of Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake will be postponed. Fans are encouraged to hold on to their tickets uh, pending information on rescheduling. He apologizes mm-hmm. for the inconvenience to his fans. Hold on to those tickets, friends. Yeah. You hold know they're going to gonna make they're He'll, gonna make it good. He'll come making. back another time and your, your tickets will be good for that. And if you, uh, if you won... Uh, tickets through this radio station again and you have them in your hand hold on to them mm-hmm. any questions call downstairs yeah that's a good idea <laughs> call somebody other than us <laughs> they'll know what's going on all right we've been talking about uh you know just as we went on the air this news that uh, the calgary 2026 olympic bid committee uh recommending the city stop its work on a bid to host the games uh saying that the clock is run out run out that they don't have acceptable funding in place uh, this one councillor saying it's not fair to ask Calgarians to vote in a plebiscite in two weeks without a financial agreement in 
place. And I agree with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, council will have to vote on the recommendation at its next meeting. Ralph is on the phone. Hi, Ralph. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. What's on your mind? Well, I've been listening to your discussion and I've been thinking about it because I do agree and I think the numbers bear it out that hosting the Olympics is not a revenue generator, it's a revenue loser. And I think the people of Vancouver will attest to that fact. I think it's, uh, I have some relatives that live out there. And depending on what figures you look at and who you listen to, you can make the argument they are actually still paying for the right to have hosted the Olympics almost a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my question then is, I think it's a logical question, if we assume that the city that hosts the Olympics, whether it's Lillehammer, or Norway, or Turin, or Sochi, or Calgary, is going to lose money, why do we have the Olympics? You know, it's actually an excellent question because there's fewer cities trying to bid on them these days. The television networks aren't paying what they used to. Um, I don't know why, because in this day and age, then there's the argument as to whether or not we're even watching the best athletes in the Olympics. I I really question whether, to be honest with you, I question whether or not they've lived past their best before date. And if, if we think that the Olympics still play a role in culture and building pride in our country and supporting our athletes and seeing people from our country do well and excel in the highest levels or i mean again it's debatable but you know that that idea of civic pride and i think at one point the olympics were almost used as a political tool Hmm. to promote certain ideologies and we don't have to go into that but if we agree that maybe that that is still important and has value in our culture then do we agree that once every 30 years we step up and we take the hit financially Hmm. to do it well, it's an interesting question because if we do agree, I mean, I do enjoy watching the Olympics and I do watch, uh, enjoy, you know, I cheer on Canada throughout the mall. And that pride is there. We see yeah. everyone coming together, so of it's, course, it's, and we do want to help amateur athletes. Right, absolutely. But it's an interesting question because do we then, as nations who participate in the Olympics, all have a responsibility for having to host it and never mind bidding on it or wanting it is there an obligation for each country like ours that participates at a high level that we have to host it every four years i don't know the answer to that that's an interesting question and you know at the heart of my problem with the olympics to be honest with you is the olympic organizing committee because Mm -hmm. i i just don't feel like it's above board how they do it, and I don't think yeah. the money's being used properly. And I, I mean, I've got a lot of problems with the IOC, but I don't know. This is more of a story than I realize now that I've been thinking about it. To be <laughs> well, honest, well, just with you. you know, people, you know, they you start weighing in on it. And yeah. I don't know. I wasn't out here during uh, the '88 Olympics. I was I was just graduating high school, but I remember watching it. But I'm not paying for it at that point. Well, that's just it. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed the '88 Olympics, and I, like I say, I went to a few things. I went down to White or to uh, Electric Ave every yeah. night, and the athletes were down there. It was a fun party, is what it mm-hmm. was for the city. Was it worth the price tag? Probably not. Yeah. 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 Ralph, thanks for the questions. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, yeah, guys. take it easy. Hmm. Hmm. It does. You, you, what's what's the price tag on, on, on bringing the country together for two weeks every two years? And some would say bringing the world together for two weeks every two years. I mean, it's just... Well, the Olympics itself is fraught with problems. Like, each of the organizations, you know, there's figure skating, judging uh, problems. There's, uh, you know, Canada 
I, I think most Canadians would have put hockey at the top of the list, but only if NHL players are there. There's, But, you know, various organizations, and I can't put this on the IOC, mm. but various organizations haven't policed themselves properly. So there's some, you know, subjectivity yeah. in the winning. And any, any sport at the Olympics, this is another topic, but any sport at the Olympics where it's not measured somehow yeah. where it's judge's opinion there's always going to be conversations about whether or not well of course it was fair of right of course there is that that's going to be in any sport i think you cycle back around and i don't want to you know cycle back around yeah. Summer <laughs> poke the uh, poke the angry bear on on this one but you know you know you talk about the the nhl players is it is it a place for your you know the best players in the country regardless you know obviously professional players in this case i thought olympics was for amateur sport mm-hmm. amateur sport so well, that's so the pro players right. shouldn't be there. In in and in the summer Olympics, the, the pro basketball players shouldn't have been there for that time either. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation. It, it is it, but that's but, also a really interesting conversation because I I want to see people perform a sport. I want to see those athletes that are at the peak of their abilities, whether they get paid or not. And and really, and, and you know. But when it comes to hockey, that's why we have the NHL. Right. So you start unraveling this <laughs> yeah. a little bit though, and go back to the early years of the Russian teams uh, that were all amateurs, except they were army, <laughs> uh, you know, members of the army and paid that way. Come in and train for four years. Right. Yeah. You know, so it was like, well, what's the difference between that and NHL players other than the salary level, right? So, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing's kind of a, a mess. At the end of the day, I'd like it to be somebody else's mess. I guess, let me put it that way. I, that I'm clear on, that I don't want to pay for it. I don't see the I don't see the upside to having it in Canada, and I, I can clearly see the downside. And I don't want, in this day and age, with what we've just been through, specifically in this province, I don't want to spend the money. I would rather they took whatever money. I would love to hear this, that the provincial government said, okay, we were going to spend how many, 500 million, billion, whatever it was, we're going to put that in a fund, or we're going to put it back in the fund that we used to have that, you know, Ralph Klein uh, put mm-hmm. together for us, the Heritage Fund. I'd rather see that, or pay down debt, or, I mean, it's not sexy, and it's not fun, but... You know, it bodes well for our future, doesn't it? I mean, isn't yeah, I, that better I, than two I, weeks? Yeah, and I guess it goes goes back to how how you want to look at you, at your province or the city that you look in and or, the, or that you live in, because there will be some. You know, obviously, people look at, for example, in Edmonton bike lanes, um, a new museum, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, you know, those long-term things. What kind of city do you want to live in down the road that we have to pay the money for now? So while we may not like the money that people are, that the city has spent on bike lanes or let's say a new museum, whatever, down the road, is that the city as it grows? Do we want it to become a first-class city? And do we believe that those are some of the things that will make it a better city. Sure, but that whole argument hinges on the fact that it leaves behind infrastructure which can be which will enhance the city and be used uh. for years to come, right? So you know, does it help me as an Edmontonian, honestly, that there's a better ski hill? Or, well, it's not going to help you, you know, yeah. at all, and it's not going to help your kids. Will it help your grandkids and the possibility, the one in one million chance that they might want to go on to become a, a you I know, know? See, I almost think that if a city wants skier. to host it, it shouldn't be a federal or provincial thing. I almost think that if a city wants to host it, they should figure a way to pony oh, up the money. Yeah, well, that's and, and that'll just, never happen. It'll just never happen. Right. So they have to get, you know, the revenue from TV or whatever else they yeah. need to do in order to make that happen. But to say every Canadian and every Albertan should pay for something that takes place in Calgary? So as of right now, Calgary drops out of this bid for 2026. 
I think we were. They were just down to two, I weren't they? Or were, were they just the last one? I, I'm. You know what? I'm thinking about uh, this like eBay. I'm thinking about bidding a dollar. <laughs> the six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.